0: You are now listening to an all-new episode of Bubble Bath Stories with your hosts, Nikki Trends and Manny
1: Oso. Yo, yo, yo. Yo, what's going on, folks? This is your
0: girl, Nikki Trends. Wow,
1: and Manioso has some things to talk about today.
0: Okay, well, I know everybody listens to us because we we're just like little bits of rays of sunshine and happiness. Everybody loves it. But I need to get very serious for a second. Um we have just passed the vice president um, debate and it dawned on me i don't think people are really understanding how fucking serious this election is and so i really want to make it clear to our listeners and to our audience this election is not a fucking game and i'm about to go off on the curse words so if you are listening to this around kids apologies but this is fucking serious and this message is especially to people who have large platforms so if you are a part of the beehive um the barbie the barbie brigade cardi gate whoever if you are a part of these stan groups these army groups i really fucking hope you're all registered to vote please do not start twitter beefs with people who don't like beyonce's new project nikki Minaj don't fucking start a twitter beef about that if you are not registered to vote if you are not voting because that is not what's going to dictate your life this election is if you have a platform where you have thousands of followers millions of followers and you are not using your platform to tell your followers to vote you do not deserve to have a platform if you have a platform and you yourself are telling people to vote and you are of legal age to vote and not telling people to vote, you do not deserve a platform. This is not a game. In 2016, everybody thought it was a game. How could a reality star be president? And now we are in his fourth year of being fucking president. This is not a joke. We are now in jeopardy of losing rights for women that we have worked so hard for. Rights for the LGBTQ community. That are being jeopardized. This is not a game. So if you can have all the time in the world. To to write memes. To follow people. To start Twitter beefs. To know the latest gossip. With what's going on in Hollywood. And music and fact, I don't care. Do not come at me. Do not talk to me about anything. Unless you are registered to vote. And you are actively voting. This is not some kind of bait and switch everything that me that manny and i talk to you guys about anything that we say that we are gonna do we are gonna do and best believe november 3rd we will be at the polling site for our district to make sure we are fucking voting and it's not just about the president's guys you need to know about your local offices because your local offices and who is dictating your everyday life that's just a small picture. The president is the big picture. This is not a game. We can sit here and talk about the Pence fly We can talk about how ridiculous the debates are all day. We can sit and make fun of it. But at the end of the day, best believe that Bubble Bath stories, the people who are representing Bubble Bath stories, the rubber ducky gang will be at polling sites and voting November 3rd. This is serious. I, and if you've been watching the debates, you know how serious this is. This is not a game anymore. Do not waste a vote on a candidate that is not going to win.
1: Don't write it in.
0: I know it sounds crazy because I believe that if you are on a ballot, you deserve to debate. So independent, Republican, Democrat, if you are on the ballot, you deserve to debate. And I think it's stupid that they don't because there are more than two options. But right now we are focusing on Trump and Biden. Do not waste a vote. Do not fucking write in a name to be funny. Do not waste it. It is your obligation to vote. Do not come to me talking about my vote doesn't count. You know how many people thought their vote didn't count, and now we're in the predicament that we are in. We are not telling you who to vote for. We are merely telling you. Not even merely. We are loudly, aggressively telling you.
1: You need to vote. Now
0: we can go back and do our fun thing.
1: I mean, not for nothing, you're absolutely right. uh, There's a lot of people out there that have platforms that they're using them to, you know... uh, there's a lot of people that are promoting for restaurants right now. You got the Travis Scott burger. Or you got that stupid-ass Charlie drink and Dunkin' Donuts. All these people who are making all this money to get their voices out there. Y'all better be telling people to vote, too. Like, not for nothing. Y'all better be telling people to really get in on it and really, really get out there, too. You know? Um, I mean, I, I joke around a lot, but the truth is... yo porn stars reach millions of people a day they better be y'all better to vote. be telling people to vote too y'all better be telling people to get out there because y'all's careers could be on the line too but let me tell you something everybody everybody out there that can reach somebody on the internet on uh, you know through books through media anything you really better be out there telling folks a lot of you young people out there under 18 who are not able to register to vote,
0: but have, millions, but of have millions
1: of followers, have huger platforms than people that are registered and are able to vote. You, this is your future on the line too. So y'all better be telling people how important this is because it is important. Okay. All right. Yeah.
0: Now we could now we could be a little lighthearted, right? Yeah. Now you guys got the lecture. We're gonna get. We're giving you a virtual hug. We mm-hmm. still love you guys. We just had to get real for a moment. All right. Did you see it? i okay
1: did you see it
0: all right i'm about to also get real as a woman i think and i think that debate the vice presidential candidate debate i think it was easy to say that that debate resonated with women across the board black women white women republican democrat it does spanish women everybody As women, we have all, at least once in our life, have had a pence basically talk over us Mm -hmm. like we ain't shit.
1: No, um, I got to tell you, I was one of those dummies that was looking at that third party stuff as it's something legitimate. But after hearing her speak, after hearing her talk to this man, I got to tell you, I don't think... Mike Pence has ever actually spoken to an angry black woman before. Okay. But I believe this is the time. We need an angry black woman in charge. And I'll tell you the reason I'm saying that, the reason that she got me to believe in this and believe that this is really more of a Harris Biden thing.
0: <laughs> That's right. Hello.
1: Because the truth is, these two people that go are going up for that seat of power, they're old as fuck. They're old as dirt. And with the pandemic still around and not going anywhere because of the way the administration has handled it, those guys could be kicking the bucket this year. And that means (laughs) Harris or Pence could be in charge. So this debate that we watched, yeah, we're only getting one vice presidential debate, but this one was an important one too.
0: I think what's also we should spotlight was that it was way more constructive than the presidential. Oh my debate. god! It was an
1: actual debate.
0: I mean, don't get me wrong. Pence did not clearly answer your question. He not at talk- all. All right, let's talk about the fucking moderator for a second, Susan. <laughs> Susan, you, where was your voice? Chris Wallace did a better job of did- yelling at the president mm-hmm. after two minutes, and you were like, "Um, okay, Mr. Vice, Mr. Mr. Vice." Does Republican. she not have children? Um, Have you
1: never had to speak over your kids before?
0: Can we talk about how we need a different kind of uh, moderator? (laughs) Can we talk about that? Can we get a, can we a get, Maxine Waters?
1: No, fuck that. Can we get Killer Mike as a monitor?
0: Okay, yes.
1: I mean, can we get somebody that's actually going to tell someone to shush up <laughs> and answer the question?
0: I mean, it was circle amongst... I mean, the faces that Kamala Harris was, was making was... It was real. I, like, felt it because I, as a woman, have made those faces. Like, when you're about to flame somebody. But yeah. she kept smiling like that, and I was telling Betty, That is the same look I get when I'm about to go off on somebody. Like, I'm laughing. That
1: fake smile. That, I'm
0: laughing because I'm about to throw that hands. That
1: smile because you're actually standing above yourself watching what's about to happen.
0: <laughs> I mean, here's the thing, right? So, they're going back and forth, but there was a point where uh kamala was talking pence totally fucking interrupted her in her two minutes only one point um i mean no but this specific time yeah like interrupted her spoke through her two minutes and then Susan had the audacity to tell her your time is up absolutely not why did um senator harris have to remind that she was owed her time yeah, let's really talk about that. Um, I mean,
1: <laughs> it, it, it happened. I it happened a words. lot. It happened a lot throughout this debate that um, Pence was continuously taking too much of his time and taking her time. Um, there were a lot of moments where Pence was pretty much thought he was the moderator, okay. and he was asking her questions. Changing the subject, going back to subjects that we already went over right. minutes and minutes ago. Um, can I tell you something that really pisses me off, by the way? And it's the most annoying thing in any of these kinds of debates. Tell them why you mad. They ask you your first question. By the way, when you get introduced, you have, and you're up there, This de- these debates... You don't need to sit there and thank everybody for allowing you to be there. Oh, right. <laughs> Whenever they start off like, well, i just like to start off. I would thank you for being about Thank you for they Nobody cares about your thanks. We have questions that need answers. And that really gets to me because I'm always like, oh my God, stop thanking everybody.
0: <laughs> I think, so interesting enough, again, uh, Trump's $700.50, and tax
1: $750 tax big yeah
0: whatever his, came up again his and, tax tip. <laughs> and Harris made a really good point yeah she brought that up and she said when you were in debt you owe somebody money who do you owe who does he owe money to does he want to be reelected because it's in the best interest of Americans or the best interest of himself.
1: Yeah, it was a really good point that she brought up because, and especially the fact that she looked at the camera, and this is something that Trump couldn't do. He couldn't look at the camera. Pence didn't really do it much. I guess something up he with was, his eyeball.
0: Only when he was bigging up Trump did he look directly into the camera.
1: Yeah, um, but yeah, she brought up the fact and she wanted to explain to the American people when you are in debt, you owe someone money. And the fact is, Donald Trump owes someone other than the the U.S. government money. And so, yeah, I'm so glad that she brought that up because she was bringing up the exact same issues that we did not get to hear about on the one with with, with Trump and Biden, you know?
0: Um, It was also interesting. I know I say that a lot. A lot of it was very interesting. It was a
1: very interesting debate.
0: Um, Pence just really disregarded the fact that a woman was telling him his time was up like he spoke over and he spoke very long past his time um when it wasn't his turn yeah and i thought for me that was just such a sign of disrespect it was um you know obviously we're not expecting much from trump because hello but for you who's been in politics for so long, For who holds yourself as this godly man, for you not to play by the rules, but then insinuate and gaslight your opponent as, well, if, you know, if it doesn't work for you, you're just making up your own rules. If you're not playing, if you're not winning by playing by the book, you're just making up your own rules, is what he said. Yeah. And I looked at Mandy and said, wait a minute, isn't that exactly what Trump is doing? I mean,
1: Susan brought it up a few, had to bring it up and remind them a few times. uh, Both your parties agreed to the rules of this debate. Can we please get back to the rules? And then he would keep coming back to saying, like, well, you guys want to make up your own rules, um it and oh by the way can we speak on that godly part by the way because a guy like Mike Pence has actually been running on this evangelical ticket evangelical somebody re- uh please correct me right there uh this godly ticket as uh, to where he is a uh, he's christian he's revering this man he's a christian revering man how he believes in his faith um and how you know you can't get between and that's why he's all about uh, banning any kind of abortion and stuff like that. But yet you're backing a man who has had countless countless mer- mer- extramarital affairs. You're backing a man who's had so many sexual encounters with different women that were not called for. Someone like the man that you're backing and is your leader. I'm pretty sure there's something about false prophets, right? Conscience. that has got to be something yeah. around there, right? Yeah. I mean... How How is that happening? How are the most church-going people backing somebody who's obviously the, the freaking devil?
0: <laughs> I mean, so another thing that caught my attention was uh, Susan brought up the whole if, I mean, it was the healthcare situation yeah. and how they want to get rid of that. And so she brought up that would that would almost institute that each state would be allowed to govern or govern their own opinion on how um, Roe versus Wade should be handled in this situation when it comes to abortions. And so they asked him what he would want his hometown. Mm-hmm. And they also asked Harris how they would want California. And so, obviously, she's pro-life and because it's the woman's choice. And he didn't really answer.
1: No, he answered about uh, the justice that they're nominating. And he didn't answer the actual abortion question. And that's interesting because on the first debate with Biden and Trump, they asked him that um, because Biden was bringing up the fact that that's going to be that that uh, pro-life and everything is on the ticket. And Trump was trying to say, it's not, it's not. This is just about a Supreme Court justice. But when they would ask Biden about it, he would completely skirt tail the question and go just talking about the Supreme Court justice. But that's not the question. Because everybody knows that you guys are trying to take away these types of rights.
0: It's always going to be on the bill, too. There's never been an election where it wasn't on the bill. But now it's like... This can be real where they can overturn it. And now we're talking about putting small town, kind of non-metropolitan area. And I'm not talking about New York. Because um, I always feel like New York is going to handle it very liberally. I'm talking about like somewhere in the dirty South. Somewhere in the Midwest where they already are frowning upon it. And what you're doing by hindering that is... One, women are going to have very dangerous back alley kind of procedures. Because it's like still going to happen. Yeah. It's
1: still going to happen. You're
0: not educating the youth on um, on sex.
1: You're... You can
0: tell them to be abstinent as much as you want, but let's be real. You, you can encourage that while, while also educating.
1: And you're flooding the already flooded uh, um, kids who have no parents, you know? The orphans, the orphanages, the the the, the family the, the family programs. You're flooding all these things already, and making it
0: also impossible.
1: You're just making more poor people, basically.
0: Right, and it's it's like I first of all I understand you cannot have sex and think there's no consequences yeah. to it, but they're not being taught what the actual consequences are. Um, and it, you know we can abortion isn't just about. That there are tons of mothers who are in terrible relationships, young girls who are being sexually molested, who are wind up being pregnant. There's just it's such a bigger situation than just getting rid of a pregnancy. Yeah. Um. So that to me, when they the fact that he couldn't even answer that, he was just like, I'm pro-life and as a Christian and then kind of gaslighting Biden and Harris, like you guys don't care about God I'm sorry, what?
1: So the whole, when I hear other people speak about it, um, it really sounds like the way uh, Pence was coming at this was to try to make it seem like uh, Harris didn't care about the American people. Because if you notice the way he speaks, he spoke a lot about attacking what she feels the American people can take responsibility on their own, saying that she doesn't trust that the people can do their own. Uh, make their own decisions that's when they were asking about the whole covid p- pandemic oh, and how right, they would yeah. ha- and how they would handle it if Harrison and biden were in charge um he kept saying well we believe that the american people could choose their own do you not trust the american people that's not the question the question is why have you guys been handling it the way that you have been
0: why is it also why is it on us to take care of ourselves you're an elected official. People, whether we did or not, have voted you in. It is your responsibility and obligation not to allow us to make our own choices, but to make the choice for what's going to be greater good for our country. Look,
1: obviously, there are things in the world that. Honestly, you really do have to keep from the American people. If there's certain attacks that are going on on the other side of the planet, military-wise, yeah, there's protocol to where you don't have to bring that up. But if there's a man-killing disease that's a month away from taking over the entire country, you don't keep stuff like that from us. You know, if we're about a month away from everybody losing their jobs, yes, we have to know that maybe the next couple paychecks we We, should be keeping. Absolutely. And I'm not going to sit here and say that, oh, that you should be spending all your money. Obviously, you should always be saving. But but if you have a six month pandemic on the way where you have people that have not been to work since January, it would have been nice to know not to buy so many Christmas presents. You yeah. guys have known for a while, and actually, if you listen to some podcasts from last year, they a were lot ta- of, they were, yeah. they've been talking about this um I,
0: that also brings another point that Harris brought up about how you know Pence headed a task force for Covid, which means he knew Oop, sorry, which mean he knew about it since january twenty eighth and he didn't say anything, and when he was finally pressed about it, it was basically because the president wanted the americans to stay calm yeah. right but then harris looked directly in the camera and said how calm were you when you could have when you couldn't find toilet paper how calm were you were you could when the shelves of your supermarkets were empty how calm were you when your kids couldn't see your parents how come
1: how and calm were they, you when you in not get a paycheck for a month
0: okay or unemployed let's talk about unemployment how we know someone very close to us who it took like Five months for them to get one unemployment check. Yeah. The first one. I mean... While also while we're recording this, there was news about the second presidential debate being virtual. Yeah. Then it was reports that Trump's like, I'm not gonna fucking waste my time doing a you. virtual
1: Zoom call. Mind
0: you, he has COVID. Let's. It has not been two weeks. He has COVID. Yeah, because nobody
1: gets COVID over the weekend.
0: And he is like still planning on doing going to Florida because Florida gonna be Florida to do an in person rally. <clears throat> And now, literally, guys, I fucking kid you not, before we even press record, two seconds before we press record on this broadcast, reports are a second debate between Trump and Biden officially fucking canceled. And we are like three weeks out
1: from from the the election. election. So it makes you wonder, like, what else is he going to hide, Right. Who cares? Like, if what are if, they trying to do? What is the end game? What is that? Is that the strategy? Oh, I don't gotta, I don't gotta go up in front of the camera. That means people are gonna vote for me.
0: If you how does that
1: not make him look weak? Like, I, I know this. Yeah. I know that yeah. there's Trump supporters out there listening to us because we have Trump supporters on our fan base too, and and that's cool because whatever you're gonna vote for, at least you're voting. But the thing is, how does that not make him look weak to you guys? How does that not make him look weak that he can't go on and defend what he's saying?
0: I mean, let's. before this, he's decided he is suspending COVID relief relief, until after the election because he is so confident he's going to win. I don't know about you, but when I'm really confident that I'm going to take over and I'm going to win, I don't give a fuck what kind of venue platform you put me on. I'm going to crush it. So if you want me to do a Zoom call, I'm going to crush it because I know I'm going to win. Obviously, you're scared. Because you know you're
1: not going to win. Because you lost game one.
0: Right. And, and now, now you're, you're
1: trying to find a way out of game two.
0: And now you're gaslighting somebody who, you know, I don't know. Maybe Joe Biden has a pre-existing condition. I don't know. He's pretty old. Maybe he doesn't want to be around COVID, someone who's had COVID.
1: But he's down to. But he's
0: like down to, to debate. To answer some
1: questions. Yeah.
0: And now you are just running the clock on this fucking game. The
1: worst thing is that I, I believe this second debate was supposed to be the town hall type, where actual you know, other people right. were going to actually ask questions too. Oh, right. I'm, oh, and now we're going to lose have done that?
0: that? I guess through well, like a Zoom issue. Yeah, through a Zoom of, thing. Yeah. Right.
1: Um, and in, in that is actually the one that people want to see too, because they, you need to address the people at that point. So this he's basically saying I don't want to address the people. I don't want to address the people. <laughs> the people there. Yeah. you know. How do you it, like my Trump voice? <laughs>
0: you know, the other day I was asking Manny, I was it was what's the big deal about wearing a mask? Like, let's really talk about this. Like, why are we fighting over wearing a mask?
1: Yeah, like we a lot don't of people. Fight,
0: we don't fight when like somebody is say like sick. We tell them not to come to work. Not because we think they're weak. Because we don't want them to get us sick. Get us sick. So why are we making a big deal about the fight? Like, why is a mask a sign of weakness?
1: I mean, I was honestly walking home from work the other day, watching people who, with masks, watching people without them, watching people who let their kids lick the walls, basically, <laughs> because they're not making them wear masks, watching other people who are basically coughing at each other's mouths because they're out eating and they're just so close, no mask. And it just makes me wonder, like, what... What is it like to be a person who just doesn't give a shit about others? I don't understand. Answer that question for me, please. Show, me, show us on Twitter. Show us on Instagram. What is it like to be a person who doesn't give a fuck about other people?
0: I, I would love to be like that. I don't know what I it's mean, like. I mean, it's not even Because
1: about... I wear the mask. Because it's not a big deal.
0: But like, so, so what if you don't care about other people? Don't you care about yourself? Like, I wouldn't want somebody coughing in my... You know what yeah, I'm what, saying? What is
1: it like to be to be that type of person? I don't know. Explain that to me. What is it like to be someone who doesn't care?
0: <laughs> it's it i guys
1: there's a particular moment in the debate that actually really resonated in me and i gotta tell you this was the moment that really sold me on harris wow. really sold me so uh pence started talking about how they're going to deadlock the senate and make it so that you know they they can't swear in the news uh justice and so she brought up the fact that when lincoln was up for re-election, he had an opportunity to put in a new justice. And Lincoln, who Trump for the longest has been saying, I'm just as good as Lincoln, probably a little better. (laughs) He didn't put up a justice because he said, we're in the middle of an election. The American people have to choose who's going to be in charge. And then that way we can choose a new justice. If you're so much better than Lincoln, why are you... What's up with that? That's a history lesson that she taught us, right? Okay,
0: she even said she goes, "Oh, we're going to do a history." Oh, you can tell she she was doing a lot of that. She was really struggling not to do the full neck roll, but she was she was doing it that. Now, was. here's the
1: thing. <laughs> Harris, she's a hardcore bitch. You do not want to cross her. She's a former prosecutor. She was one of the first black prosecutor, one of the first women prosecutors in California. She was one of the um one of the First to be up in the Senate, as that she's done a lot. She's broken a lot of glass ceilings. But no, buts I'm telling you, this is the part that sold me on her. When she gave us that little history lesson in my head, I was like, "Wow, yeah. wow, we're still that was a great answer." And listen, when we're not. And, and the thing about that, that that. Being what sold, you just made me lose my thought process. Um, yeah, but that's what sold me on her, definitely. I'm totally for this. I'm totally for her being there.
0: But let's also be honest. She's also has been ridiculed for her, the, kind, the kind of cases that she prosecuted. And definitely. Knew. So she's not, and listen. She's not perfect. She is not perfect. But oh, she's we're... an
1: angry black woman. And I got to tell you, we need an angry black woman in charge right now. Four years ago, four years ago, everybody was running on this ticket saying, we need change. We need something different. We need someone who's not a career politician. And I, not for nothing, I agreed with part of that. Mm -hmm. Because everybody hates these 40-year lifelong politicians who are there forever and don't do anything different. And so I completely agreed with a lot of that stuff. Yeah, in my head, I even thought like... I mean, it would it be so bad to get somebody who hasn't been in politics but knows people? I guess maybe that wouldn't be such a bad deal. We tried something different, and it exposed a lot in the system, which is great. But let's get back to work. You know, let's put someone in charge who really knows what they're doing, and let's get that going, man. I we need a black woman in charge.
0: You know, an so angry
1: black woman. To
0: follow up with that, I think. That yes, the idea of having some uh, somebody run for president that's connected with people, ideally is a great idea, but Trump was never. I'm not saying that of was, the
1: people. Yeah, anymore. he wasn't. Of course not. He, the idea of having someone outside of politics in be, be being put in, I I saw that, but now, no, we need someone who knows what they're doing now.
0: Yeah. We need someone
1: who knows what they're doing and knows what they're going to do. You know what the cool thing about her, too, during that uh, debate? She was actually giving out what the plans were. Yeah. I didn't hear a single plan from Pence. It's so, I didn't hear a single plan from Biden or a single plan from Trump.
0: Which is hilarious because Katie Walsh Shields, who's a Republican National Committee senior advisor for data, actually have the nerve to say that Trump and Pence have been super transparent and that um Biden and Harris have been dodging questions and haven't been available to the media. And it's almost like, "Hello, the president is too available
1: to the media. He's in his freaking, in his, in his freaking balcony like he's generalissimo. He's uh, addressing the people from the balcony like he's, a, like he's a dictator.
0: And how irresponsible of him to say, oh, COVID's not that bad. Yeah, Don't right. be afraid. Meanwhile, uh, yeah, if I was getting million dollar care around the <sighs> clock, I wouldn't be afraid of it either. And I saw a really interesting... <laughs> interesting. I saw a funny tweet that said... Him saying that is like a new mother with a night nurse, a nanny, a cook, a chef, a cleaning lady saying, having a baby is not that hard, <laughs> which is true. It's you can't exactly say like shit that. like that when when, it, when the other crazy thing is that the the people who support him are literally in in poor
1: yeah you have
0: poor Americans who
1: you're not invited to the party. Who
0: voted for him who think that they that he is their way out of that when in fact he is digging deeper. You know, it's like
1: it's like Spanish people who who vote for Trump. You're not invited to the party. You know that, right? If you don't know that, you gotta learn.
0: We're all like I get it. Politics they're all shitty. They but are. in this particular situation,
1: uh, this is a you very. There's a very important election. I really hope you guys are getting out there. I really hope you're voting with your head. And
0: yeah, I know will.
1: who you're voting for. I really. And yeah, now back to what you were saying before. The local elections are super important as well. I mean, the the president isn't in charge of everything. You got right. senators up. You got representatives up. You got governors that are up. You got um, councilmen that are up. You have prosecutors that are up. You have sheriffs that are up. You have the freaking school board officials that are up. There are a lot of important people that are up for election right now.
0: And if you... Guys, go to org if you want to know your particular in your particular state, in your particular town in your district your district, who's running and what they're running for. They make it super easy yeah. to look up look up their views, look up their educate. They make it so easy. Do not sleep on this guys. We have we literally have everything at our fingertips and it is our responsibility
1: to do the research. And you know what? There's only four weeks left. So if you can sit there and get lost on the internet and you know, the internet wormhole mm-hmm. starting about how cherry pickings started <laughs> and then you end up with the background of Dragon Ball Z, get lost on these people who are up for election. Yep. Get lost on their backgrounds. Get lost on what they stand for and what they're doing. Wait. You know, you only have four weeks left for the rest of the world to be decided. Yep.
0: It's not, it, this, this isn't going away. Yeah. So let's not pretend it doesn't exist. Anyway. Guys, we know you, we've been lecturing your ear off, but of course we do it out of love, and we really, this is something we're very passionate about. Definitely. Um, But if you want to know what we're getting into, you can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Bubble Bath Stories.
1: You can find me at Got No Time For This. And you
0: can find me on Instagram at Nikki Trends.
1: Oh, and another thing, Sober October 1, our second week. Woo!
0: Woo! It's terrible. I hate it. Yeah. Anyway, um... We love you guys. We can't wait till we talk to you again. Yeah. Later. Bye.